Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Please have a seat, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. There is... And this is true. These people don't know because they have to turn off their cell phones before they come in here. Is this, this just happened, right? There was breaking news about former governor of New Jersey, and man, so nice, they christ him twice. Chris Christie. <laughs> Tonight at 5 o'clock, so this just happened a little while ago, Chris Christie officially announced he's dropping out of the presidential race. Yeah, he made, he made this tough decision. <laughs> After looking at the polls and realizing it was an easy decision. <laughs> Here's the Christie is not expected to make any endorsements at this time, but the timing of this decision indicates that he's clearing the way for Nikki Haley to take all of his voter. <laughs> Of course. Of course. That's a stroker. That's a, that's a three-stroker. Of course, Chris Christie was the most high-profile and consistent critic of Trump still in the Republican primary, unlike Ron DeSantis, whose campaign slogan is, Ron DeSantis, Trump 2024. <laughs> Ooh. Now, here's the thing. Speaking of which, obviously the news cycle moves so quickly that every once in a while it's important to just pause... Reflect and remember that yesterday the former president's lawyer argued that it's okay for him to murder people. Because <laughs> yesterday, in, ca- in case you missed this, Trump attended a January 6th appeals court session in which his lawyer actually claimed that presidential immunity covers having rivals assassinated. Yes, Donald Trump, who is running for president, is publicly arguing that the president is allowed to assassinate his political rivals. It's the boldest campaign move. If you do that, you have to be quicker. Because <laughs> I got a joke coming up. <laughs> it's the boldest campaign move since Nixon's 72 slogan, I will strangle you in your sleep. <laughs> now, I, I talked about this story yesterday because it made me very scared and angry or scangry. But later, when I got home, I thought about it some more, and it made me even more scared that I wasn't even more angry. It it just wasn't hitting me yet how horrible this was. The story is like eating a very spicy burrito. When you first get a taste, yes, it's shocking. But 24 hours, you realize, oh, this is going to do some real damage. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Now, there you go. Quality family joke. Now, after the hearing, Trump's other lawyers tried to push back on the horror of what had been argued in court, starting with Trump attorney and lawyer grown from a cheek scraping of Melania. 
Alina Haba. Haba went on Fox News to say that the judge took their arguments way too logically. It is hypothetical after hypothetical of extreme situations that are not the current situation. Yes! <laughs> the president sending an assassin to kill his political rivals and then claiming presidential immunity is such an extreme hypothetical. Let's stick to reality, where all Trump did was send a mob to kill his vice president and then claim immunity. <laughs> Get your facts straight, or Trump will murder you. Now... Now, hello. Now, even though these charges were actually brought by an independent special counsel who does not answer to the White House, Trump keeps insisting it's some sort of Joe Biden evil master plan. Justice weaponization is a very dirty game to play, and it's never been used like this before, never in our country. We're not going to allow it to happen, and he shouldn't allow it to happen, because if it does, it's a Pandora's box, and it opens that box. And trust me, I've been to Pandora's box. It's a... <laughs> it's a very classy gentleman's club out by the West Side Highway. Incredible chicken wings and clam strips. But believe you me, you gotta get the wet wipes, okay? <laughs> Always use the wet wipes, because the staff is very clear. No wipey, no touchy. <laughs> of course. That's not Trump's only trial. Here in New York State, his company's been accused of fraud, and the state attorneys general is demanding $370 million. So he went on the Truth Socials last night, writing, even my political opponents have spoken against the ludicrous <laughs> demands of New York State Attorney General Tish James. Little problem with that. That's not how you spell ludicrous. <laughs> That's how you spell ludicrous. Even my political opponents have spoken against these ludicrous demands. She is the real public enemy. It's not Coolio. You're in biggie trouble. There's no NWA. They'll convict me since I'm above the jaw rule of law. <laughs> Macklemore. <laughs> now, now look here. How do you do? I got the presidential campaign wrapped for you. Trump also posted a video complaining that he's been unfairly targeted by the justice system. They don't look at violent crime. They don't look at murders. If you murder somebody, they leave you alone. I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> I'm going to fact-check you right there, sir. Here in New York, as in most places, they don't leave murderers alone. That's why none of Dick Wolf's shows start with this. In the criminal justice system, murder is totally okay. Time to go stabbing. Stab, stab. So, so, so Trump's been saying a lot of crazy stuff about this trial, but we just found out he might also say crazy stuff during the trial because Trump intends to deliver part of the closing argument himself. This is a terrible idea, and please, Jesus, let it happen. I promise I'll stop doing that thing. <laughs> Unfortunately, this afternoon, the judge rescinded permission for Trump to give his own closing argument. <gasps> Boo! I knew justice was blind. I didn't know she was a buzzkill. <laughs> nice scales, you nerd. Over on the Democratic side, fun fact, turns out Biden has a couple of primary opponents. One is self-help guru Marianne Williamson, seen here offering a mid-debate massage. 
<laughs> He's also facing a challenge from Minnesota Congressman Dean Phillips, who is one of these guys. <laughs> if you can tell me which, I will attend your daughter's wedding. <laughs> but I won't be having the chicken or the fish, because it's none of those guys, it's this guy. <laughs> Minnesota Congressman and mom's new boyfriend, who she keeps saying kind of looks like Bradley Cooper, Dean Phillips. <laughs> On Monday, Phillips and Williamson met for a debate in New Hampshire where they railed against Biden to a crowd of seventh graders. <laughs> Good luck getting a bunch of kids to turn against Joe Biden. His campaign message is ice cream and trains. <laughs> but Phillips is still trying to spread the word. And yesterday, he set up a meet and greet with voters, which he called Government Repair Truck Coffee Conversations. It's also the name of the Russian version of comedians in cars getting coffee. <laughs> Hello, comrade Leno. What is the deal with means of production? <laughs> now, despite the alluring name, zero voters turned out. We have footage of the no-show event. Well, sometimes if you build it, they don't come. <laughs> True. True. Of course, he's he's quoting the classic movie Field of Dreams. We all remember that famous scene. Ugh, Dean Phillips. Back to corn hell, boys. Now, speaking, <laughs> sure, why not? Speaking of folks with no chance of being president, there's news about anti-vax candidate and guy who set the tanning booth to murder RFK Jr. <laughs> Uh, yesterday, RFK Jr. backed out of his own birthday fundraiser gala. Which sounds odd, but it gets odder. Last week, they announced the birthday party fundraiser was going to be headlined by Italian opera singer Andrea Bocelli and Mike Tyson. Now, that doesn't sound like a fair fight. <laughs> but I would watch. I would pay per view for that. The star studded. I got something. I, got, I bet you do too. I got you something right there. The star-studded evening was also slated to include Martin Sheen and Dionne Warwick. But you know who they didn't tell? Martin Sheen and Dionne Warwick. Because they both vehemently denied it, with Warwick saying, no, I'm not attending, no, I'm not backing him, no, no, and no. <laughs> Sounds like a harsh reply, but the RSVP did have the options, will attend, and no, no, and no. She also followed up on Twitter saying, if you're going to lie on my name, at least lie about something cool. <laughs> Giving the example, reveal Dion collaborates with Rihanna on new album. Well, who am I to turn down the chance to spread a rumor about a living legend? Because next week, in a star-studded Late Show special, Dion Warwick and Rihanna perform live from the Ed Sullivan Theater, singing the entire Beatles catalog while conducting the world's first alien autopsy with guest coroner Martin Sheen. <laughs> We got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, America Ferrer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. show already in progress. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, my friends, 
My friends, you know my first guest tonight from Ugly Betty Superstore and the sisterhood of the traveling pants. Now she is one of the stars of Barbie. You have to be a career woman, but also always be looking out for other people. You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane, but if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be a part of the sisterhood, but always stand out and always be grateful. But never forget that the system is rigged, so find a way to acknowledge that, but also always be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, never get out of line. It's too hard, it's too contradictory, and nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. I'm just so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. Please welcome back to The Late Show, America Ferreira. So lovely, oh, so God. lovely to see you again. Oh, thank you. How wow. You been? Isn't that nice? <laughs> that was really nice. Thank you. <laughs> that's a beautiful, that's a beautiful velvet dress. If you don't mind me saying. Thank so. you. I like it too. Yeah. Yeah. You're really classing up the joint. I Thanks thank very you. much. That was it, the point. So it's so nice to see you again. I'm so happy for how uh, universally. Uh, embraced your character and, and what she has to say in this movie. is It's really been a wonderful, wonderful, it's a wonderful movie. You have a wonderful part in it. And, and I just know what uh, a caring and thoughtful and engaged person you are and how much you care about the lives of other people and how much you can see that in performance. And I'm so happy other people got to see that too. Like that, that is the real you in so many ways. Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. Now, you, the, the cast was just at the Golden Globes. Yes, we were. And, and along with uh, Greta, your director, Margot Robbie, there you are. Was that, was that fun to be together? It was so fun to be together, especially because as soon as we got on the red carpet, Margot made me take a double shot of tequila on live television. <laughs> on camera you did yes, the double shot? Yes, Gail King offered us tequila, and then I was like... Wait, uh, Gail? <laughs> Gail was pressuring you? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Wow. She was like, don't you ladies need some alcohol? And I was like, no. Margo was like, yes! And I was like, okay. And then she poured me a double shot, and then I couldn't look like, you know, a wimp, so I took it. Right. And it was a really nice way to start a red carpet, I have to you, say. The, Emmy, the Emmys are Monday. Do you recommend it? I'm not going to the Emmys, but anybody who is going to the Emmys... I'm, I, I'm, going, I'm going to the Emmys. Oh, That's I, why I'm asking. Oh, I do yeah. recommend it, yes. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. good. It Double helps. shot of tequila right at the beginning. <laughs> right at the top. I'll see if Gail is available. <laughs> Um, now, was it nice to also be together because you, you guys are begin, you're able to like celebrate and yeah. talk about this movies in ways you couldn't yeah. because it came out in the middle of the strike. Yeah. And you basically couldn't go out there and talk about this thing you'd worked on for so long. Exactly. We'd done a big global tour, but we weren't giving anything away and like nobody really knew what the movie was about. And so, 
you know, once it came out, then we just, we weren't allowed to engage with it in any way, except for if I like secretly found people who'd seen the movie and I was like, come into the back room and tell me what you thought. <laughs> I'm on strike. And I met the um, Princess Rima of Saudi Arabia, who's mm. the ambassador to the US. And she, I met her at a thing and she wanted me to know that uh, in Saudi Arabia, they got their first movie theater in 2018 and that when Barbie came out, they had folks crossing the borders from multiple neighboring countries where Barbie had been banned just to see the movie. Yeah, right? I mean, that... Well, what is it like to be part of something like... Have you ever been part of something like that with that kind of cultural impact? I don't... I mean, no. No. I mean, I just... I'm, I'm... aghast at what Greta Gerwig and and Noah Baumbach, who wrote the script and then Greta directing it, what they accomplished in a movie about Barbie, you know? Like, it's the Barbie movie no one asked for. Like, no one asked for this, but then we got it, and it was so exciting. Barbie mania was pretty extreme this summer. I remember, like, it was everywhere. It was, like, it was being pushed everywhere. One of the, probably also because you guys couldn't talk about it. They'd marketed it everywhere. Honest to God, I have an Alexa at home, like one of those Alexa Echo shows at it, and I would just ask what the weather is, and it would give me the weather forecast over a picture of Barbie. (laughs) Or over a picture of just, like, Ken's ankles while he was, uh, you know, rollerblading. Beautiful ankles. It was was everywhere. Get into a car accident, the airbag deploys, it says Barbie across (laughs) the front of it. It's true. What was the most extraordinary sort of... um, Were you you struck by the, the magnitude of the mania? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, learning about you know, whether it was, you know, a, a, an 11-year-old who would recite my monologue back to me, like, word for word, wow. you know, or... I bet it's going to be an audition piece. <laughs> I, it's, I think it already has been used that way on TikTok. I, I hear. I'm not on the TikTok. Oh, you're not? No. No, it's what the kids it, do. It's what... Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, it, yeah, I've just never um, been a part of something that, that has had such a massive cultural impact, and I don't think that it can be understated that, you know, something that is so easy to dismiss as, like, girly or frivolous, that Greta managed to bring so much thoughtfulness and heart and funniness and subversiveness. And, I mean, she's a true auteur and storyteller, mm-hmm. and that should not be overlooked. Now, you, you, you had a real challenge here, too, because you and the character of Gloria, yeah. along with your daughter, you have to represent... All humans. You're welcome. You're it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I hope I. <laughs> I hope I did okay yeah. for everybody. Rosa, you have to. Yeah. You have to like do that and all of that, but you also have to be grounded enough yeah. that you're a human, and yet still involved with the fantasy enough that you accept that Barbie has come to it, life. Yes. How did? Yeah. How? Was that <laughs> a challenge? It was hard. It was challenging. It was really hard uh, to not want to jump in on the fun, especially because. Parts of what were happening were like my childhood dreams come true. I mean, all I ever wanted to do growing up was like be in a den learning choreography with other girls. And then I learned that there are Barbie dance rehearsals going on that I'm not invited to because I'm not a Barbie. And then so I just showed up. I just showed up at Barbie dance rehearsal. For scenes that you're not in. Oh, yeah, no, totally not in. I'm not invited. And I showed up and I learned all the different parts of the dance. And so when, like, Margot would get called away to do some producer thing, I'd be like, 
I'll do it. And, and one time I was doing her part and she walked in and I like almost died. I was so embarrassed and she was so sweet. I loved it. More with America Ferrera after this. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. It's America Ferrera. Now, America, uh, that speech, as, as we saw in the intro here before you came out here, it's very powerful, very true. What was that development like? Like, did you have input into that speech? Because it seems very personal to you, too. Yeah, yes, yes. I mean, Greta was very collaborative, and we spent months and months and months sharing poetry and and articles and TV, you know, episodes, everything that sort of held the essence of the idea of the monologue. But the honest to God truth is just that like my prep for that monologue was just being a woman for nearly 40 years. And um, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, speaking of women, Mm -hmm. uh, you were honored recently uh, by J Lo. Oh yes. There you are. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you keep cool while she was presenting to you? You're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's J Lo, or was it like it's J Lo? I had a very strange reaction to J Lo when you're, I was standing in front of her. Her hair was so like godlike <laughs> that I I had this like childhood instinct to like bury my face in her hair <laughs> and like smell it and let it put me to bed. Like I didn't, no, I didn't. Yeah, I fought the urge. I fought the urge, but it was yes. very clear yeah. and I wanted to very badly, I didn't. And then she introduced me at this screening and said a very, very kind things to me, much like you all did when I walked in here. And I, I just started weeping. I mean, it's very hard to have J-Lo look you in the eyes and say nice things to, about you. you. Have you tried she, that? She's, she's, I want to remind she... you, she's just Jenny from the block. Yes. I hope you're not, I certainly hope you're not fooled by the rocks that she got, because she's just She's just Jenny, Jenny from, from the, the block. block. Okay. Yes, yeah. yeah. But she's, yeah, and she's so real, mm-hmm. you know. I think that... <laughs> 
I think there's going to be a lot of young young performers are going to have trouble looking you in the eye someday. No, but she, you know, it's just that thing of like when we see somebody else modeling something new that you've never seen before, it just moves you and creates possibility. And she's done that for so many of us. And and if I could be that for other people, then it's an incredible honor. Well, you, there, there's another another fun thing that's happened recently with you. Is that you re reunited with your sisterhood of the traveling yeah. pants uh, castmates recently? There you go. There's you, Blake Lively, Amber Tamblyn, and Alexa Bledel. And is it you know is it funny to get together with your friends and just get together with your friends ends up being like a big event for it's people? It's so weird. It's really weird. Sometimes we go out and because we made the first movie 20 years ago, so we'll go out for brunch. I'll be like, why are Oh, because we're the sisterhood of the traveling pants. <laughs> like, I forget. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes we're all moms. We all have lives and careers. And so sometimes a lot of time goes by that we don't get to see each other. But when we do get together, like we did a couple weeks ago, we all got together in one of our apartments and, like, we couldn't leave. It was, like, 2 a.m. And, mm. you know, it was like, I don't want to go, but... All of us are going to be woken up by our terrible children at six in the morning, and, <laughs> and like we had to go, but we didn't want to leave each other. It's uh -huh. an amazing thing to have a friendship that makes you feel like you're 20, but also has all the depth of being alive together through all of it, and it's it's an incredible blessing. Well, America, thank you so much mm. for being here. Congratulations <laughs> on everything. Thank you for listening to the Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to the Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wildcard wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR.